After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. A universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to this month's episode of That Universal Podcast. I'm Nick, uh, and on this episode I'm joined by P-Dubs. Hello. Uh, I am also joined by the other best p in podcasting, that is Paul Dolan. Hello there. Mr. D. Uh, Hello and this week. Uh, reports of his death have been fabricated. We are joined by Craig. I might well die during this record, to be honest. Okay. Or, or not long after. But ratings? Well, you know, I, I listened to the, the show you put out the other day, mm. and you didn't you didn't read what I wanted. I want my few. I don't want a tribute show. Well, oh no, that'll be nice a tribute episode. I like that because I mean it'll I, be I'm two a, minutes long. It literally won't. It'll be about in six parts. Part six. Craig fucks off half of North America with a fat joke. Um, I think but, that sounds suspiciously like <laughs> episodes one to five as well. Yeah. Don't make me laugh. Um, no, I want my funeral to be a festival of podcasts. So I want I want it to be the who's who's of the podcasting world. Like so, um, like Top Flight Time Machine come in in the stretch limo. Yeah. Um, they're, they're nodding. I'm sure Harry Hill's got a podcast because I want Harry Hill at my funeral. Then over there is Disney Brit. He's doing like dodgy things, handing out uh, Handing out badges for the fiver. I was at Craig's funeral, pocketing the money. Um, Malaby's over there with a wig on in disguise, just eye, big blonde wig, big quiff. Uh, and like, you're all wearing t shirts with my head on. And you do a podcast record live from the the, the, the the open casket. And in my open casket, I will be there with my eyes wide open with earphones on and a microphone in my hand. You don't normally podcast with your eyes open. I do. My eyes are open now. I'm looking at and, stuff. And, at... and your corpse will be clothed, which again is not something that normally happens when you podcast. You're rich. What? The corpse. The corpse. Your corpse will be fully clothed. Um. Well, that, that we can look. The listeners can vote what I'm wearing at my own funeral. I thought this you were wearing a bit of a dark tone. <sighs> well, I thought Halloween was over. Oh, this this is a festival. This isn't a sad times. This is happy times. There'll, there'll be a song. There'll probably be a tribute album as well. Uh, and and I, I guess 
I guess the music will be provided by a Beatles tribute band. No, it'll be the Mickey Waffles in the corner. They'll be over there. And then that British Waffle podcast will be over there giving them daggers. And then there'll be a fight in the car park. Hang on. But Mickey Waffles don't don't make music, do they? They can, if they want. They can bring... Well, I mean, all eyes. Oh, you you are so racist. Yeah, you're so racist. Just because, like, Boyzone and Bewitched were a thing. And uh, Westlife. Westlife. And um, that little fella, that little angry fella who's who's angry about the poo in the rivers, he's Irish. Oh, Fergal Sharkey, yeah. Fergal Sharkey, yeah. Daniel yeah. O'Donnell. Yeah, Andy O'Donnell, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's my old boss. Hey, Daniel uh, O'Donnell's got a cracking video out for his Christmas single. Oh, God. It's like he's, it's, someone's discovered blue screen and showed it to uh, green screen and showed it to him. And he's like, I'm having this. And he's made possibly the worst music video in the world with green screen. It's, it's incredible. Has he had um, has he had a bit of work done? I mean, yeah, he's he's ninety six, isn't he? So he's older know, than Cliff. Him, him and Cliff are uh, going to the same plastic surgeon. Yeah. Anyway, this is a, this is a very weird Universal podcast. Yeah, yeah. So what's everyone drinking? Uh, let's let's. So so you're gonna you're gonna peg it, and you want us to do a festival. Uh, tribute to your life. Do you know what you actually? Um, I was going to get you backstage uh, passes to uh, Top Flight Time Machine oh. uh, this week in London. Yeah, because that's where I'm going on Wednesday. <laughs> see you later, chump. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go and see my boss for the first time and say, <laughs> "Why don't you like my podcast that I make for you?" And that'll be a great conversation. Um. Yeah, so this is that Universal podcast, and now we've got uh, Craig's funeral details out of the way. And, and of course, once once Craig does die, um, we will let you know when the funeral... Should we, should we, should we, uh, should we do it on, on Zoom? Should we do like a live stream on Zoom? Yeah, of yeah. Of Craig's, Craig's wake? Yeah. We need Mr. Z to do a quiz as well. Yeah, oh, three quiz. yes. Yeah. Craig quiz, yeah, all about yeah. me. Yeah. What's... <laughs> Where does Craig get his fish and chips? Is it a Chinese restaurant? Is it a fish and chip shop? And of course, the answer uh, is, of course, a uh, not a chippy, a Chinese restaurant. Literally a chippy. Um, so yeah, so once we know the date, once Craig pegs it and we've got a date for his funeral, we will we will let you know what it is. But we're delighted. You can auction off body parts. As well, I think that's pretty illegal. I know it's going to be in Liverpool, isn't it? No, I've been what I've been doing since I contracted the uh, the great unpleasantness. I've been cutting my fingernails. Well, well they, they literally just come off in my hand, so I've been saving all my fingernails. I in... don't think you've got COVID, I think you've got leprosy, <laughs> which is a very <laughs> scarce thing to get, right? That is still a thing in Liverpool, right? Is that true? I think so, only in Liverpool. Okay. Well, you don't need do... enough fruit and veg. I I do hover over the toilet seat, to be honest. <laughs> By the way, thank you very much, Craig. I do have to thank you and uh, and your city. Thank you. I'm obviously done lost. Yeah, you, you gave us three points. Thank you very much. You let us beat your unbeaten streak of 25 games. That's very, very gracious. Well, this always happens with Liverpool. When, the, when someone goes on about it, bangs on about it, the record, the record, the record. 
then we always slip off. But it, yeah. it, you just battered us, mate, to be fair. You battered Jürgen, us. Jürgen Klopp was a bitter, bitter loser yesterday, wasn't he? Very, <clears throat> very whingy. Very <clears throat> whingy. <clears throat> no, he was. He was. Um, anyway, you'll be delighted to know that as well as Craig um, coming up off of his uh, deathbed to give us one final podcast appearance before he pegs it, um, he's also given us an idea for a segment which we're going to start tonight. Uh, um, similar in some ways to one that we did previously about looking at the food options around Universal. Now we're actually going to look at the menus and pick something. So that's exciting. Um, but before we before we, uh, we we look at food and, and stuff, we should really ask what everybody's drinking. So, um, Craig, dare I ask what you are drinking? Oh, tap water, mate. Tappy, tappy water. Me, me cups of tea at the moment taste like, um, well, hot milky tap liquid. Water. Yeah. <laughs> so you might as well just drink tap water. Yeah. Literally that is, ridiculous. That is the problem, isn't it? I mean, I've, I've been here before, so I, I, I feel your pain, man. And I had a cherry Pepsi Max yesterday because I found one at the back of the freeze, fridge, and I was like, whoa, jackpot. Because you all know what cherry Pepsi Max tastes like. Yep. Doesn't taste like cherry Pepsi Max anymore. No, just tastes like Car- nothing, does it? Carbonated mud. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's awful. Awful. Uh, P-Dubs, what are you drinking? I have got some orange and mango juice. Uh, fresh or squash? Squash. Squash. A more lady yeah. than me, there. Fair enough. Um, Mr. D, what are you drinking? Rum and coke. Yes. Still on the Kraken. Okay. Just popping up my can of caffeine-free Diet Coke. Caffeine-free because it's bedtime soon. Do you have a double measure or a single measure of the old rum? Oh, it's just an eyeball job, I don't know. Yeah. Do you feel it, like? Um, That depends on on how I'm, you know. It depends on whether I've got to get up early the next morning or, you know, what's going on. Just how big that, how big that pour is. Yeah, yeah. Tonight it's uh, it's not that big because I've actually got to get up early tomorrow. What have you got to get up early for? Uh, playing golf. Ah, it, that it is a good reason. Autumnal golf, <laughs> winter golf, proper winter golf now. You mean like um, you get at Blizzard Beach? Yeah, winter in Summerland. That's the one. <laughs> um, I. I've got something quite exciting. Um, hang on, the lights have all gone out. Someone's playing with the hue. Uh, so I'm going to have to do this with my, my light on. So I haven't... It's not alcoholic. Um, but it's a candy can sparkling bubblegum drink. That's the candy can. Um, can. It, apparently, oh, candy can's the company. It's Dutch. So Kevin, this one's for oh. you. Oh, I um I found this in uh, one of those shops. What was it? B and M. B and M. Found it in B and M. And I thought, well, that sounds unusual. Um, it's not alcoholic, like I say, and it's not an energy drink, but it's about the same size as one. So I've got no idea what this is going to be like. I mean, last last podcast are called what was it? Marmite. Yeah, Marmite yeah. Owl. Which was nice. Oh, which wasn't too bad at all. Um. Yeah, I forgot that we recorded we recorded three shows last week, didn't we? 
Yeah. <laughs> Such hardworking yeah. podcasters. We earn our podcast yeah. money. Um, so cheers, everybody. Cheers. Ooh, that is a big goal. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, that is, that is a weird thing. Um, it's it fruity. Sugar? It says zero sugar. Oh, um, but it's kind of, it's weird because it's kind of sweet, but also sour at the same time. Oh, it's like it my smells... wife. <laughs> Shall I listen to this one? It's fine. Um, it's it's nice, but uh, like the marmite, I'm not sure if I'm going to get through the whole can. Um, right, let's go and have a look at uh, what is going on inside the Universal Parks. So, I wouldn't say there's a great deal, but does anybody have anything they want to talk about? I've got some stuff. Um, Hello. Following on from last month with the confirmation of the returning holiday um, events, um, we've got some more news regarding the holiday season. Um, More! More! uh, The Tribute Store will be returning. Yes. um, With its giant... Uh, nutcracker outside. <laughs> Eat a case style. But um, also returning will be the holiday tree hunt that they, I think, they introduced last year. Easy um, for you to say. <laughs> yeah, where once you found all the holiday trees, um, you are given a holiday tree hunt ornament. Ooh. You are um, drowned the official tree hunt of the day. <laughs> I've called somebody a tree hunt recently. <laughs> sure of it. Um, moving on swiftly. Um, <laughs> some uh, food, uh, hol- holiday food items. So we have got uh, the Nutella cheesecake reindeer pop. I, I really read that differently. <laughs> you know, when you're skim reading, I was like... And also as well, right, because... I, look, I don't know if this is just an English thing, right? But we've all seen chocolate reindeer plop, right? Mr. Hanky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that is the thing. So I, I was like, Nutella cheesecake reindeer plop? What? <laughs> but no, it's not. It's a pop. No, so that is a cheesecake pop with Nutella and candied hazelnuts. And that's available at the Croissant Moon Bakery mm. uh, in Islands of Adventure. Um, we have the Red Hot Holiday Shake. Um, red hot candies and crushed peppermint top off the newest milkshake at the Tucson Chocolate Emporium. Now, red hot candies, I'm assuming that's like cinnamon flavour. Or chilli. I chili. assume so. Chilli. No, but the, um, the, 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 uh, the Wrigley's gum. Yeah, big, that red. Was big red. That was that was cinnamon, wasn't it? And that was yeah. like red hot. Yeah. Mm. Um, then you've got a couple of new items at Voodoo Donut. Uh, a gingerbread cake donut mm. uh, and a marble cake wreath donut. Um, then the hot chocolate bomb, um, which is available in the Today Cafe in the studios uh, and also uh, a Grinch themed hot chocolate bomb at the Hop on Pop ice cream shop. I, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to call this out. Right. Because in this press release that I'm looking at, which may or may not be the same one that you're looking at, right? But in this one, by the hot chocolate bomb, it says backed by popular demand. I, I guarantee 
no one was demanding this back. No, that's I not to say. So. I'm not saying it doesn't mean it's not good or anything like that. But a chocolate, bo- hot chocolate bomb is is not. It's nothing special. No. Uh, and then just for you, Nick, the mm. vegan brownie that's available in San Francisco. No specific place in San Francisco. It's just available there. And the croissant moon bakery again at Islands of Adventure. All brownies should be vegan. That's it. And I, and I, the reason I say this, and there's more and more things I can say this about, right? I've had a fair few vegan brownies now. And honest to God, cannot tell you what the difference is between that and a regular one. No, so I can't either. Just make them vegan. Like, no. cheese, don't stop making cheese, right? Because vegan cheese is not great. That is something they haven't been able to work out. But on the things where you can easily replicate it without affecting the flavour of it at all, just do that. And vegan brownies is definitely the one. So um, that is uh, exciting uh, times. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there was, there was another. I'm sure there was another Grinch. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing on this Grinch related, and um, we have got a bit more holiday news. But that was all I can see on this article. Ah, okay. Well, I've got, I've got a few more things to add to that then. Okay. Now I can't remember if we mentioned the dates. I think we did, but in case we didn't last month, because it was a month ago. Uh, it starts November thirteenth, which is. Later Next week. This week. Yeah. And uh, on, on the weekend. And um, go through to January 2nd. Um, you can meet the Grinch at Zeus Landing while enjoying a delicious uh, hot cocoa bar. Now, what the hell is a hot cocoa bar? No idea. Unless the, the press release is wrong and they actually have a hot cocoa bar. Which would make more sense, yeah, like a bar for you to get hot cocoa from. But or it's a Mars bar in the microwave. <laughs> I do. I. I mean, Raglan Road. I don't know if they still do it, but that is where I had a deep fried Snickers, my Easy first ever one. Say. Oh, mate, beautiful. Um, experience an after hours showing of the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. Which is the uh, the projection the holiday projection projection show on um, the castle Cinderella's castle? It's the one in it. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take advantage of a reserved viewing area for Universal Holiday Parade featuring Macy's. Mm. Now you would have you would have thought really Macy's would have a bigger thing, not just a featuring, but hey ho, hey ho. Um, so you can do that. Um, watch the Grinch's heart grow three sizes during a live retelling of Dr. Zeus's holiday classic in the Grinchmas Hula Day Spectacular with reserved seating. And after, you can join the Merry Who's from Whoville for an exclusive on-stage Q&A session. With who? You get a Q&A with the Grinch. Uh, Mr. Grinch. Yes, kid. Why are you such an arsehole? Like, how's that going to work? Okay. Uh, a meet I, and greet. Go on. I, I'd just like to see his art grow three sizes, because didn't Andre the Giant die of that? Uh, uh, <laughs> what, of, of, of his heart suddenly getting <laughs> enriched? And, and enlarged heart. 
Um, no. That's traumatizing the kids. No, I mean Andre Andre the Giant uh, famously famously went through. Uh, red light. What was it? I think it was uh, twenty bottles of red wine before he fought Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania three. He was a big lad, though. Let's be fair. Oh well, no, exactly, exactly. But they weren't sure if he was going to do the, the finish of the match or not because he was like he'd had a lot to drink. They were really worried he was actually going to kill him. Um, and then he died later on. <laughs> Uh, meet and greet with Santa and receive one My Universal Photos digital download. Uh, so that's stuff that all starts then. Um, it doesn't say though. I'm guessing if it's the if it's the Christmas Holiday Spectacular, that's that's the normal show they have, isn't it? Yeah. At Christmas, yeah. Um, I think it must have been two years ago that we had our friend Caitlin on. To talk to us about her experience, uh, experiencing that. So, if you go back through the archives to Christmases, then there is a show. Uh, there is an episode about Universal Christmas. So, and there's a little bit more that we haven't talked about as well. Uh, Christmas. Uh, returning to the music plaza stage on the fourth, fifth, eleventh, and twelfth of December is the return of Mannheim Steamroller. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure who these guys are. Who are Mannheim Steamroller? <laughs> I don't know, but they're there every year, oh, okay. except for last year. <laughs> yeah, well, they were, they were busy last year, right? Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> so, we all were. Yeah, Mister exactly. Mister D's old. Hold on, Mister D will know who they are. Come on, Mister D is only two years older than you. He is yeah. not. No, I'm not, but still, I got more life in me than Craig has right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Your 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 life expectancy is much higher. Yeah, I mean, between Bill and he's COVID and Andre the Giant, he's on a death theme tonight. <laughs> what a peanut! But, no, I don't know who Mannheim Steamroller. I mean, I've heard of him, but I don't know him. No. I haven't got Mannheim Steamroller's greatest hits in my CD collection. Let's put it that way. Is that is that? No, you've just got a CD collection of Bob Marley, haven't you? <laughs> There's a joke for about two people. Uh, yeah, I mean they they are a familiar acts at at the event, but I have got absolutely no idea who they are. Yeah, so I'm sure they're very big somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it could, 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 could just be one of those bands that's popular in the local area mm-hmm. or something, you know. But yeah. um, but it sounds good, and I suppose the other news unless you wanted to discuss it mr d i don't like that's what you wanted to bring to the table but it's the fact that as we record this episode um we are allowed back into america that's right yeah i did have that on my list to talk about uh well i won't steal your thunder if you want to talk about that you you rock and roll yeah there's not much more to say about really a couple of flights to head for new york today um so that's it from from now we can we can travel so happy days. In about two weeks' time, I'll be able to book my flights for next year. And I will be. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think, isn't Steve booked to go later this month? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Eve Wilson? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah if so, it, 
weird, weird watching it today, wasn't it? Because it's like over 600 days. And um, obviously I'm sitting here now preaching from my COVID deathbed. But it's just, I mean, I, I get it. We've got to open up and we've got to, we've got to start getting back to normal and everything. But double vaccinated, sitting here with COVID, going everywhere wearing masks. We're doing all these lateral flow tests and PCR tests. And it, it just seems to be a lot of stress to, to, to go on a holiday. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when I watch the news, when I watched it on the news and I watched them two airplanes taking off together, I'll be honest with you, I got a little lump in my throat. And I was yeah, like, that was oh. COVID. <laughs> that was the co- I coughed it off. Yeah. It, it was it pulsating. It answered me back and then squirreled off down the drain. But uh, I, I know they've got to get at some point. We've got to start getting back to normal. But it just doesn't seem to be going anywhere, does it? It's the, the the problem is the more you think, oh, maybe it's getting a bit under control. It doesn't, and I think there's a real. I think at the beginning of this whole situation globally, you're hearing all these high infections, you're hearing all these high death rates. It's it's all full news. We're waiting for a vaccine. And we get a vaccine and things start to get a bit better, but not completely. My my what I'm concerned about more than anything, I think, is by just kind of doing this now in the middle of like flu season or at the start of flu season to me it just runs the risk of people not even getting sick necessarily but bringing back different variants because you know i've been ill the last few weeks with what has turned out to be like the super cold or whatever it's it's taken about two weeks i'm still suffering a little bit um just doesn't seem to be kind of going away and there are some covid symptoms in that like my my tastes and and smell was affected not not the not in the same way as covid but still um and i just i just don't know i mean look as you say you're you were double vaxxed you were double i mean you weren't due a booster yet um so you know you were within the the required guidance of of being vaccinated and you've got it and you've you've had it bad you know not hospital bad but still like bad enough um so i i don't know i'm not i i feel that this is a little bit of an experiment yeah i do i mean you can easily shut it down again but but i mean Oh, it, it's like all, all the controls you went through in the theme parks last year where it was all the, the temperatures and this, that and the other. and you know, It's all just gone now, hasn't it? I mean, I caught it in the Highlands of Scotland where we didn't do well, anything. Well, yeah, I told you, like, if you want to go and try and catch wild haggis, you're, you're asking for trouble. So you've only got yourself to blame. Oh, look, well, I mean... These flights, it's brilliant. There was people on them flights who were going over to see family members who they haven't seen for two years, who couldn't get into America, and all that type of stuff is brilliant. I, and, and the thing is, I'm not saying that we. You know, I, I think we should. And I, in some ways, I think 
both both countries have been too cautious at times. Like America yeah. have allowed have allowed people to fly into the UK, and we've allowed them to for bloody months. It, it's ridiculous in that regard. But I think um, for for those you know for those kind of reasons, people should have been able to have done, and and of course should be allowed to now. Does that mean that I think we should all be rushing? over to theme parks because we're not not being able to go for 18 months well no or if we do there should there should be some kind of quarantine thing even if it's just a few days when we first get there pcr tests and then out you go kind of thing do you know what i mean but i think for for family reasons absolutely um, I think that should be encouraged, and I think that should be the first thing that they do. But they've not done it, phase. They've just gone doors open now. Everyone get on a plane, and that's where I'm a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah. I think I'm in a different place, really. I think. Oh, you literally you are. Know, yeah, yeah, definitely in a different place. But I just think you know, it, it's the world has got to get back to normal. You know, we've got vaccines. We've got treatments, you know. Yeah, infection rates are higher. I mean, Craig's been a bit unlucky, I think. You know, he's he's got it pretty bad. I, in October, sorry, no, end of September, I went away with 12 guys, all double vaccinated. We went on a, a little golf trip in this country, just down to Eastbourne. Came back, one guy had symptoms. We all got tested. Four of us got COVID, right, out of 12. And... Within a week, all back to normal again. Just cold symptoms. Mm. Right? So it proves a couple of things. It proves the vaccine isn't going to necessarily stop everybody from getting it. Four out of 12 got it. But four out of 12, it, it was a cold. You know, it was a bad cold in, in one case, I think. In the other cases, it was just a bit of a cold. And a week later, they were they were fine. Obviously, they self-isolated for 10 days and all that, but I think we just got to get on with it now. You know? But that's, that's the problem. The, the problem is, you know, at first, you know, if you had diabetes or if you had other health conditions, you know, you're more um, susceptible to it and you're more likely to die from it. Um, and that was definitely the case. And there was, you know, basically for the majority of people that were healthy, you know, if you if you caught it, it was like a really bad cold. Yeah. But then there's also long COVID, and there's also people that you know did get it really bad that have had other long term effects as well. The problem is, it does seem to affect people in a different way, and no one seems to understand why some you know two people that are healthy, one person it uh, infects and they're completely fine, other than feeling a little bit dopey for a few days. But somebody else is at death's door. Yeah. So, I know, but it's just it's just it's it's everywhere now. I think I think the you know, the the horse is bolted. I think it's it's kinda too late. Yeah, that's to, to hold that, back like. the world, you know? And yeah, but then but but then why wait till now? Because I I understand your your point of view and I I, I don't disagree with it. But why now? Because we could have done this three months ago. Because we we're, we're no we're no different today than we were three months ago, and America is no different today than it was three months ago. So why have we waited another three months? 
and waited to the point of the year when everyone starts to get sick because the weather gets crap. Yeah, but, you know, I think there's real pressure on the world and countries and economies to get back to normal. And there just comes a point where you've just got to go for it. And the vaccines have been around for a long time now. People are double vaccinated. Most people, some people who resist that, that's fine. I mean, that's that's their choice. Uh, I don't understand it, but I respect it. And uh, we've got boosters coming. It, it's just, you know, you just hit a point where it's like, you know, we've we've minimized, we've minimized the the risk. I think, in in real terms, and it's been it's been nearly two years now. You know, the world is gonna is gonna move on, and it's time. So I, I know I know for some people who will get it bad. I, I I could be one of them. You know, I could be I could get struck down next week, and it, it could be bad for me or. Or, or somebody, but even even if that's the case, I still understand that at some point the world's got to move on, and I think I think now's the time, really. Well, this is this is Craig's first time getting it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. I I've had symptoms before, but brushed it off. Didn't think it was it was COVID because I remember what it was like when I I had it, and it wasn't as bad as I had it before. I, it does seem to be the first time you get it is the worst time. I mean, for those people that have unfortunately died, then getting it the first time was the worst time. But it does seem to be that if you get it a second time, and I know some people have even had it a third time, especially the vaccines as well, it, it does seem to um, soften every every time. Um, so I, I think I think that's it. I think a bit like chicken that, box, you want to get it out I of the way. That's that's what will happen. I mean, I am now born again basically when i do go back to work the face mask will be back on whereas the face mask wasn't on the last few months uh, the hand sanitizer wasn't getting used as often as it should have been it will be now do you know what i mean it, it just i take all the precautions now when i'm back out in the wild um, i think more worrying for me is that getting on the there's there's something bigger that going on with people's mental health where they need to be in a theme park to be happy. Do you know what I mean? People clinging on to these flights. Uh, and that's another, that's a totally different thing altogether. But say if you had your holiday cancelled five times, then fair enough, book a flight. But you shouldn't be, your whole life shouldn't revolve around these theme parks. I think, I think it's, I think, you know, we're focused on theme parks and I think we should move on to theme parks, by the way. I think we've spent enough time talking about COVID, but, you know, I don't, I don't think it is just about theme parks. I think it's about people need to get back to normal in, in all sorts of ways. We're talking about theme parks, so we're focused on theme parks. It isn't just theme parks, though. It's, it's holidays. It's, remember when the pubs opened, everybody rushed to the pubs. Remember when restaurants opened back up again, everybody rushed to restaurants. It's just... People want to get back to doing the things that they feel that they should be able to do. I don't think I don't think Craig was talking about it in that respect because look, I'm looking at us all here. I know some of us have been to the theatre. I think everybody's been back to the cinema at least once, if not multiple times. Um, we've been eating out. 
we've been we've gone on holidays admittedly most of the holidays we've had have been in in this country but we've gone away um i think what craig was really referring to was um a, a set of people who um have have really kind of got this emotional attachment where they can't be happy unless they've gone to disney yeah which isn't the same as wanting yeah. to go you know not the same as you, Mister D. Looking, you know, booking your flights for for next year, or P Dubs rescheduling his holidays next year, or me talking about going to Halloween Horror Nights next year. Um, which, obviously, as long as the borders remain open, I will be doing. Um, but that that kind of and it is a small kind of cluster of people, but but those that um, seem to have had this real. <sighs> weird complex about having to get back uh to to disney world as soon as possible because it's their happy place they can't they can't have a holiday elsewhere because it won't make them happy that's that's who who craig's talking about but there are very very small men on it i mean we're all big theme park fans and i wasn't on a plane today you know i'm talking about booking for a year's time oh no yeah exactly exactly um now Going back to where we were talking about, yeah. um, admittedly, news now. Which, uh, if you wanted to do something about this, is too late. Although I, I think it was too late already, um, and that is the fact that Fear Factor Live has now permanently closed. Mm-hmm. The first of November. Well, gosh darn, um, what a shame! Yeah, that was well, a waste of real estate after COVID, did it? <laughs> Well, no, it didn't. Yeah. Um, it hadn't. It hadn't opened since uh, March of last year, when yeah. the parks originally shut down. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's not a shock because I think every year that we've done this podcast, um, we've heard rumours about something replacing it, mm. and then it would just suddenly reopen for a little bit of time, and, yeah. and then it wouldn't, and it would close again, and then you, the circle uh, starts again. About oh this is it now and then it and then it reopens so but it's gone now it is gone um you know we we talked to Chris Ripley a few episodes back about what we believe is going to be replacing that attraction um it'll be interesting to see how how long Universal keeps it a secret because they they normally announce quite far in advance don't they um. You know, almost mm. as soon as they start work on something that... Is that the theatre we went and seen Bill and Ted in? Uh, no. Yeah. Don't think so. No, is Fear it? Factor's outside, isn't it? It's like no, it's, at the, it's right at the back, near Men at in the Black. Back. To the yeah, left of Men in Black. Yeah, it is. Is that where Bill oh. and Ted was? I thought Bill and Ted was... The year me and um, Nick no, it was, went. Yeah, Fear Factor stage. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. And then it turned into the dance show. Yes. For the last few years, yeah, yeah, we saw um, Academy of Vampires there last year, didn't we? Yeah, oh, to the to, to the nineteen. Because yeah. they've never reopened um, Aladdin either, have they? Oh, hey. not Aladdin. What's his name? <laughs> Simbad. Simbad, yeah, same fella. Um, so, are they done with shows? Are they gonna? Well, because they've got two big seated arenas there, haven't they? Just. Empty? Sinbad, yeah, Sinbad closed quite a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I think 
I think at that point they were trying to work out what they were going to do next. Because, I mean, there was only two things left in... Uh, two attractions left in Lost Continent, wasn't it? It was Sinbad and it was uh, Poseidon's Fury. Um, So I think when they closed Sinbad, they were starting to think that they were going to replace that whole area with something new, which hasn't happened. So that is just sat there empty. Um, I mean, I don't know, because, I mean, look... We believe it's an attraction that's going in there. Maybe it's a show. I don't think it will be. Um, but I, I don't know. I keep hearing rumours that something's going to um, replace uh, Blue Man Group. But it's not going to be uh, another ticketed show. It's going to be something to do with Universal. So I don't know. Maybe they'll put a show in there. That's another stage, isn't it? It's another auditorium. Um, but I mean, Fear Factor, it wasn't really a show, was it? It was like an interactive game show, yeah, rather than like a stage show or something like that. So, I don't know, yeah, I'm but, not sure it's equal. Sort of no. once, once was enough. I, I never saw in all the times that I've been, I never, I never went, it just never appeared appealed to me. So, yeah. And hopefully we're going to get a nice new attraction yeah. out of it. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy with that. Sort of changes the Halloween Horror Nights dynamic a little bit, doesn't it? Because they use that area. It's but, it's yeah. one less stage. Yeah. Um, so if they're going to do, if they want to do another uh, live stage show, where where do you have it? Because, like Craig said, the only other place right now. He's Sinbad over in Islands. That's not going to work. You've got um, the pets one, haven't you? Uh, uh, animal actors. Yeah, yeah. That that was. I remember that being quite a big seating area as well. Yeah, is that still is it, running as well? Um, I don't think it's reopened. I could be wrong on that. Again, it's it's another show that I've never seen. That's a good little show there. Yeah, I've heard it's all right, but I've when I've gone, it's either been closed or uh, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> so I don't know, um, but yeah, I can't. I can't say. I mean, look, Fear Factor. Who who remembers Fear Factor? Do you know what I mean? It's it's not one of those things that's stuck in. You know, it's not uh, an important part of pop culture or anything. It was a show that had a couple of popular seasons in the early noughties. Had a revival a few years back, which didn't really do anything either. So I, I don't think anyone's crying about it. It's going to be a lot of walls up in Universal then. Yep, that is that is very true. Um, P-Dubs, was there anything uh, from you? Anything else from you that you saw? No, just the Christmas stuff. Okay. Uh, Mr. D, anything else from you? Yeah, no, not a lot for your factor. Uh, and the travel thing, nothing much else. Uh, there is a new offer at Universal right now for Florida residents. It's a buy a day, get a second day three ticket. Um, they can be, uh, tickets can be purchased from now, um, well, from, sorry, yeah, no, from from early November uh, until December 16th. You need to have a promo code from 
Um, especially Mark Cups of Coca-Cola at participating Wendy's restaurants. Ooh. Uh, the buy a day, get a second day free ticket can be used on any two days now through February 4th, 2022 with limited blackout days. Uh, for the single price, for the price of a single day admission ticket, guests get two full days at Universal Orlando. Uh, and for an additional twenty five dollars, guests can add a second, uh, can add a day at Universal's Volcano Bay, which uh, has been forced to close twice in the last two weeks because of weather. Not putting you off, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so um, anyone that is planning to go um, before Christmas or before the, um, when was it, I said the 16th of December, um, if you're flying over there, get yourself to Wendy's, get yourself a special cup, book your tickets, because uh, that's not bad. Unless you want to go for longer, in which case you're probably better off buying a, a ticket from the UK for two weeks or something but uh but that's not a bad deal if you want to go and you know just check it out for a day or two i don't think it's a cracking deal yeah, yeah. those things are always good to test the waters in case you uh uh want to see it or, or not for longer um right that's that's all i've got there so uh in that case let's go and have a look at what else is uh going on outside of the parks uh, now, Craig, before we get to you, uh, there is some other big news affecting uh, Universal Properties, and uh, that is that um, Vin Diesel yesterday put out an emotionally charged Instagram post um, asking for his little brother from another mother, Dwayne Johnson, to come home and star in Fast 10. Is this all just market ploy, is it? Um, I don't know. Have they had a fallen out? Yes, massively. Oh. Yeah. That's not new. You wouldn't so, expect The Rock to fall out with anyone, to be honest, because he's just so lovely. So, I mean, this this is a rivalry that goes back years. First of all, he fell out with uh, Tyrese, who uh, plays... Oh, what's his name? God. Anyway, the, the, the goofy, the goofy uh, member of the team yeah. in the Fast and Furious films. Um, so they had a falling out. And then I think it was around about the making of Fast 7. Uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock got into a very heated debate to the point where they would not film scenes together anymore. And uh, if you look at certain parts of the film, you can see quite clearly they're not actually standing in the same shot because they're framed completely differently. Um, Some of this was to do with, I believe, was to do with the fact that The Rock left with Jason Statham to go and make their own spin-off. Hobson Shaw, um, but that wasn't kind of all of it. Um, there was some cryptic posts on both of them, kind of uh, slagging the other one off, and um, it had been announced that uh, The Rock would not be coming back for the final few uh, Fast and Furious films, 
and even as as recently as this year, The Rock was asked about uh, coming back for the last film in the in the Fast series and was told no, he would not be um, at all. And it was believed it was still to do with this rivalry. So I don't think it is. I think this is genuinely, um, you know, I want The Rock to come back because The Rock's money. I think that's part of it. I also do feel, though, that if for him to do something as publicly as this, discussions must be ongoing. I'd be I'd be incredibly shocked if he put a statement out like that and he hadn't actually, or even like their reps hadn't been talking to each other about it. So I think there might be an element of theatre here as well, Craig, if I'm honest. But uh, interesting to see what happens, if you ask me. Is this the last film? Uh, apparently so. Um, I thought there was going to be eleven, but no, it looks like it's just going to be uh, just going to be ten. So, but yeah, there might be spin-offs and all sorts afterwards. But this is supposed to be the last film in the franchise. Fair enough. Yeah. Have you been to space yet? Yeah. Oh, the Alp. Yeah. Oh, right. Spo- spoiler alert for anyone that's not seen Fast Nine. But uh, if you haven't seen it already, then that's tough luck. Your fault. What can I say? Um. Also, uh, I saw a trailer yesterday. Uh, what did I see yesterday? Eternals. Yeah. I I saw a trailer for a new film called The Three Five Five which uh, is coming up by Universal in January, which looks like um, Mission Impossible, but with women. Mm. Featuring uh, Jessica Chastain and uh, a few other people. It was a very quick trailer, so I didn't didn't recognise everybody. Um, But uh, it looked pretty good. If you like, um, you know, those kind of spy-like films with like some ass-kicking and gunplay, then, uh, yeah, the 355 coming out in January, so that looks pretty good. And uh, also, I saw a trailer for Sing 2, which is coming out at Christmas in the US, and I believe January in the UK. Big I fans of the first Sing one. one. It's, it's good. I haven't seen Life of Pets either. Um, Life of Pets, I think if you saw a trailer for Life of Pets, you probably saw the best stuff in it. I wasn't a big fan, but Sing, I thought, was pretty good, actually. Much better than I expected it to be. So, um, some good um, good songs in that. So, yeah. Uh, and Sing 2 looks to be more the same. So, uh, why not? But, uh, I I didn't have anything else there. P-dubs, anything that uh No, I saw, I saw that trailer as well when I saw Eternals on Saturday. And the right. Yeah. Looks all right. It looks like, as you say, it looks to me like a cross between Mission Impossible and um, Ocean's Eleven. At yeah, times I, as well. I think they. I think it. I think some of the people behind the Bond films is is involved in this as well. Yeah, I think. But well, uh, if it's as good as the um, the female Ghostbusters, it'll be all right, won't it? I like that film. Mm. So I like that film. It's a cracking film. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I'm happily. I'm happy to go on record for that. I don't. It's I don't in my top three Ghostbuster films. <laughs> mm. 
I have. I was saying to Craig the other day, I have already got my tickets to go and see Afterlife. Oh, I want to see it's all bad. Yeah, well, another, uh, well, less than two weeks now. Yeah. About 10 days, yeah. I think, before it comes out. I won't be seeing it on opening day. I'll be seeing it on the Saturday. But, uh, yeah, I think it comes out Thursday week. So. Got a feeling it's going to be full of spoilers. It's going to be one uh, of them films, uh, isn't it? I just think the toy line has already spoiled the film for me. So no, I haven't seen it. I haven't screw, seen it. Screw the toy line. Uh, Mr. D, was there anything that you had uh, seen? No, nothing. Nothing much, really. It's pretty quiet right now. Okay. So, Craig. Yeah, I mean, this is just a nice little thing to close out the shows, I thought. Um, I can't. Where did we do last time, Voodoo Donuts? Yes. Yeah, so I'm not going to go through the menu, which is you can look at the menu yourselves as listeners and as people on this podcast. I'm just interested what you'd pick off the menu that I give you in every episode. That's all. Um, so this one is the Hot Dog Hall of Fame. Now, I'll give you a, a couple of little things. Uh, it's open Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday to Sunday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., um, you don't need any reservations. You just turn up. It's quick service. Um, the seating is authentic from actual baseball stadiums around America. Uh, it opened in 2014, and it's basically a selection of hot dogs from the um, the American baseball stadiums around the country. So. I've had there in the past, and I enjoyed it. Just interested in what user these, to be honest. Okay. I mean, so, I think Nick's will be crap, but yeah, I'll be having the tofu wiener. Wet ass, so <laughs> it's cool. I'll be, I'll be having the having the serviette, <laughs> some tomato ketchup. What well, I was going to ask you, but the menu answers that question for me. I was going to ask you if they actually do use uh, different hot dogs. Um, and they do. Yeah, yeah they do. do, yeah. yeah. So they do kind of keep it uh, reasonably authentic. I say that, but Nathan's is a national tra- uh, chain of hot dog uh, places, which I, I believe started in New York. Or New Jersey? New Jersey. So when they're doing like a Colorado platter that's got a Nathan's, then, you know, that doesn't sound uh, authentic to the local region. But may- maybe that's what they serve in those stadiums. I don't know. Maybe Nathan's come from Colorado? No, definitely didn't. Maybe they've got a franchise in? New Jersey. <laughs> They've got because uh, I've eaten in, in Nathan's at Orlando International. Franchise, yeah. So they're all over the place. So go ahead, Nicholas. What would you have? Uh, I mean, I I haven't got much choice, have I? Really, uh, I do. I do have one. Why should well, mm, the, the the Italian sausage doesn't say it comes with. A hot dog, but it must do. Wasn't, does it? No. Pro- 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 
I thought that might be more like a sort of meatball sandwich. I don't know, but it hasn't got cheese on it. So. Oh no, it's got cheese on it. Probably yeah, it's got cheese, but yeah, I quite fancy that one. But it does say Italian sausage, so I don't know. Um, but I mean, even though I'm not a vegan, uh, it's it's probably going to be the vegan field day field dog platter. So I've never had a field product. I don't know what they're like. Now that instantly has me worried. Right, because everything else is around twelve dollars, thirteen dollars. Some of them go up to seventeen, eighteen dollars. That is like nine dollars ninety nine. Yeah, we're talking about the vegan field yeah, no, dog. No, no, platter. I know what you're talking about, but I'm looking at the prices here. The Chicago is eight or nine ninety nine. The Colorado is eight or nine ninety nine. The Kansas is eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine. Depending on if you get the platter, okay. if you get the, the dog. There's only a few that are more expensive. I go They're on Gaith. And, and are you getting a, an inferior product? Would it be vegan? Well, of course I am. Is it just like <laughs> a stick of celery in a bun? Oh, shut up. Um, I mean, I'm not a fan of, of roasted corn, generally. Um, but... Jalapeno vegan aid sounds pretty good. Um, it's got some chili in there. It's got some micro cilantro, which is my favourite type of cilantro, other than no cilantro. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd give that a go. Sounds pretty nice. What would you have, Mister D? I think I'd go for the Italian. Quite fancy yeah. that Italian sausage. Yeah, I'd have chili cheese fries without the cheese. They don't do plastic cheese. Chili like cheese chili. fries without the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the chili cheese. The, that melted cheese malarkey. Yeah. Um, what would you have, Paul? Uh, I would go with the Kansas City. Uh, oh, let's have a look. Because I'm a, I'm a sucker for some pulled pork. Oh, uh, so it's Vienna all beef dog, pulled pork, coleslaw, pickles, and barbecue sauce. Pretty simple, but no, no. Would you get anything off the um, off the sides? Um, the sides. Um, I would have picked the roasted peanuts, but I can't eat peanuts anymore, so I'm a <laughs> bit screwed. Um, so I'd probably just have the platter with the the fries on the side of it. Can I have roasted peanuts, please, mate, but hold the peanuts. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'll just well, have something roasted. So here, here's the thing, right? My son was watching some YouTube videos of uh, like nursery rhymes and kids' songs and what have you. And one of the videos that he used to really like was uh, a cartoon character singing uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Right, the national anthem of, of baseball, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've got very familiar with the lyrics to Take Me Out to the Ball. I could probably sing it now. I've heard it on, so then. many times. But um one of the one of the lines in it I was listening to, I'm thinking, what the hell is that? I've heard it before, but what is it? Um and it's um get me some peanuts and cracker jack. And I was like, what is cracker jack? So I looked it up. And uh, for those unaware, uh, Cracker Jack is caramel-coated popcorn and peanuts. Ooh. And so that is my side. Because <laughs> it sounds, for everybody not called P-dubs, 
delightful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having um, I'm having that as well, Cracker Jack. I'm going to have um, a root beer as well because you've just got to. Because we don't have them over here, do we? Um, if you go to McDonald's north of the border, they still sold root beer alongside, obviously, Iron Brew. Did they? Well, I mean, last time I went to to Glasgow about uh, a decade ago, yeah, they had root beer. But generally speaking, you don't get it very many places nowadays. I'd I'd get the uh, two-foot dog platter. The Vienna all-beef dog baguette. Choice of two toppings served with fries. Vienna all-beef hot dog, yeah? Yeah. Means nothing to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, beers. Beers. Oh, Blue Moon, yeah, ten dollars fifty. Blue Moon, mm. I'd have instead of root beer, slice sponge. Yeah, I think I think I'd have to, to feel that I was at a ball game. I'd have to I'd have to get a Blue Moon as well. I think actually, no, I'd get a Sam Adams. That's more authentic to ball games. I think. Yeah. Has anyone else eaten here other than Craig? No, no, no. I mean, not a massive hot dog fan, to be honest. I know that's probably heresy, but I think Walt Disney World have sort of um, with Casey's, it's almost ruined the hot dog because they just stick everything on them now, don't they? And there's some marshmallows, and there's some mm. melted cheese. And you say that Disneyland have currently got a um, churro hot dog that is basically a churro wrapped in marshmallow. Exactly. It's a, like diabetes in a box. Just, yeah. Remember um, a couple of years ago, the Casey's did the, the Christmas hot dogs, and Tim, Tim Tracker ate them all, didn't he, over the period of, of Christmas? Was that the ones where they sprinkled on tinsel? They had everything. They were ridiculous blue cheese, red cheese, orange mm. cheese. Um, chili cheese, blah 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 blah, turkey stuffing, everything ridiculous. I mean, you said there that Casey's corners pretty much ruined hot dogs. Yeah, and P Dubs, I think you'll agree with me that that is definitely true of Disneyland Paris. Oh yeah. yes, because Casey's yeah, there is shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just the worst. Our oh, first... the worst. Our first was was um, first time at Disneyland Paris. Got to go to Casey's, blah, 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 blah. Get in there, 70 euros or whatever for four hot dogs and chips. And you wait half an hour, and by the time you get them, they're cold. Yeah. And it's just... It's just just hurt to hot dogs over in Disneyland Paris. They're rubbish. Going back to my joke, if you wanted a hot dog in Disneyland Paris, you'd go to walk down to Fantasyland and go to the Marionette and have a bratwurst, and they were phenomenal, uh, like a, a pretzel bun and a thick German-style sausage that actually tasted like a like a good hot dog-style sausage, much better than what you got at Casey's. We just believe we just bought into the hype. That Casey's was, uh, you know, special because we knew it was a thing in America. But 
Disneyland Paris. And look, the first time I ever went, the first place I ever ate in Disneyland Paris, when I first went there, when it first opened, was Casey's Corner. And I thought it was great. But once you actually have decent hot dogs, you realise that it's just crap. So at least here, at least the Hot Dog Hall of Fame, it does look like uh, you get a good yeah, choice of hot dogs. And they're doing it right. It's not 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 too much, not overloaded. Yeah. I will say, though, that I, I remember eating a Nathan's and I wasn't that, wasn't that keen on it. I didn't think it would tasted that great. But but it's got, you know, these have got good toppings. And even... Uh, I know you went for the Kansas City, didn't you, P-Dubs? Yeah. So that was a Vienna all-beef all, all anyway. So, yeah, yeah. that's, that's going to be all right. But, yeah, I don't rate Nathan's so much. Um... Right, that's that's all I had. Um, anything from anyone else? No, I'm good. No. See you for Christmas. Yeah. That's it now. I think we're in that down period. You know, Halloween Horror Nights is done. It was good. Um, from what people have said, I don't think it's going to go down as a historic year. Um, I don't think. Um, people have been that. Uh, that that keen on it compared to previous years, and I, I guess that's for a majority of reasons. Not you know not just one or two, but you know a fair few um, different reasons as to why that is. But uh, you know, I still I, I still would like to have been there, and it's a shame that we couldn't. But hey ho, we'll be able to go next year, and that's the main thing. And I want some announcements. I tweeted Universal. I tweeted Halloween Horror Nights the other day. Why don't you do a Halloween Horror Nights World Tour? There's loads of empty warehouses in London. <laughs> it's true. I, I don't bring... think I don't think the demand's there. Oh, I don't know. You know. No, no. I think I think it's still. I think Halloween Horror Nights is still a bit of a, a cult thing. I mean, look how <clears> many <throat> how many people do we all know that have been to Orlando? whether that's well, once or multiple times, that have never gone to Halloween Horror Nights. Lost advertising. So they dismantled two of the two of the uh, mazes, right? Not, not all of them, two of them. Fly them over here, assemble them over here, and have them in a warehouse somewhere for a couple of months. Yeah. Not saying I hate the idea. I'm just saying yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It would be a good... Um, it would be a good way... To possibly boost tourism, yeah, people booking holidays. Yeah, I definitely think there's a, a scope for it. We yeah. went to Thought Parks few nights last night, actually. Oh, what was it like last night? Yeah, because it was. Wow. Uh, it, my daughter works for the NHS, so it was a NHS appreciation night. They ran an extra an extra weekend for the NHS, and it was free. Um, and then any food and drink you bought was you got the NHS discount so it was a really nice thing that Thorpe Park did and it was great I mean the, the, it's not it's not anywhere near as big as Universal in Florida there was only a handful of mazes and a handful of scare zones um, but I gotta say the quality of the mazes was, was pretty good and the quality of the, the actors the scare actors was phenomenal I really thought good. it was Merlin, it was Merlin's best attempt this year. Was Thorpe yeah. Park by yeah. a mile? 
Alton yeah, Towers I... looked like an absolute letdown compared to Thorpe Park. Yeah, I really, I really thought it was good. I mean, you know, it isn't, it isn't Orlando. It doesn't have the scale, and I guess they don't get the budget. But by God, the, the scare actors gave it everything they could, and and the, you know, the the actual themes of the the mazes was was pretty damn good. So, you know, ten out of ten for effort for Thor Park, definitely worth the goal. Um, and yeah, just to to pick up what Craig was saying, I mean, when you think about the history we've got, you know, ghost walks. Every city's got a ghost walk. Right, mm. you go to Cambridge, you go to London, you go to Oxford, whatever York, you know, they've all got ghost walks, you've got all that history, you know, you've got Harry Potter, you've got all sorts of stuff. We should have some great Halloween attractions, you know, should be, should be scope there to make some money and, and do something pretty good. Oh, and the dungeons, dungeons, yeah, that's where the, the dungeons. I mean, I think there's dungeons all around, around the world now, isn't there? Mm, yeah. Could be. Uh, yeah, certainly yeah. a few in this country. Yeah. Dungeons in Alton Towers. Yeah. Well, they own it now, don't they? Yeah. They bought that. They bought that a while ago. I mean, I think there is small local places around the UK that do. There are, yeah. Loads and loads of scares, but for so, I mean, that Thor Park one sounds like it was a really good event. Then, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe we could all get together next year and go and get the willies put up us. Mm-hmm. I think the other one that's that's really good is Tully's Farm. So again, it's it's all Halloween themed. So we've got mazes and scare zones. I think it's I think it's on a par with Thought Park. Probably a little bit bigger in scale. I don't remember, but um, yeah, there's there's a couple of around, a couple around, but it it could be a bigger deal. Where did they used to do Crofts every year in London? The, the, the big dog know. show. Earl's Court. Was that Olympia? Earl's Court. Earl's yeah. Court, yeah. Halloween Horror Nights in Earl's Court for a month residency. Well, it's not a bad Earl's idea. Gone now. Yeah, Earl's Court's been flattened for about seven ah, years, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, you've got well, Olympia and the O2. The XL. Yeah, it's definitely venues. Yeah, doing the XL. The XL, yeah. you could easily do something there. They've mm. got two massive halls either side of the XL. Yeah, that you could whack some buildings up in, absolutely. And then come the first of November, you switch it to Christmas. Yeah. Krampus. Krampus. So, yeah. um, so That's what? A good idea. What did they? Uh, what they had, Mister Day, at Thought Park? So, I mean, they, it, they had all the regular attractions opened, and you know they got a couple of uh, sort of spooky type attractions anyway. You got the Walking Dead ride, which. That's the first time we've been on that. I was, I was disappointed with that. I mean, the little roller, it's, it's, for anybody that hasn't been on it, it's Walking Dead themed, so it's zombie themed, but it's an indoor roller coaster, kind of like the Mummy or Space Mountain. Um, and the ride itself is okay. The actual roller coaster part itself is okay. It's just they could have done so much more with the, the Walking Dead theming. I, 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 and we uh, all said the same thing. It was disappointing. That's what uh, Ryan said. I listened yeah. to his review of thought part recently and when when he and dan went i did think um because they kind of went midweek um during term time so i mean it's going to be quiet anyway so i did wonder if maybe um they didn't have everything on yeah or i don't mean everything on i mean like um you know the 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 scare actors that they would normally have in the ride because of that but it sounds like they're 
they didn't really improve things for last night, and that's a night they would have done. Does it still um, does it still go backwards? No, The Walking so, Dead. No, no, well, I didn't I, go backwards. When because um, that you when it first opened, it was called X No right. Way Out, and right. I think it was like the UK's first backwards coaster. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I I, it may not have even been that, but I it was certainly the first uh, coaster that I went on that went backwards. Mm-hmm. But that was like ninety six, ninety seven, or something yeah. when it first opened. So I know, yeah. I know it's changed a few times since then. But yeah, yeah, yeah but, but they had um, saw, uh, yeah, uh, saw, yeah, pretty good. I mean, I really liked Stale, um, the Swarm. I thought that was, I thought it was a really good roller coaster. It is the smoothest roller coaster I've ever been on. Wow, really good. Um, so I thought that was really good. And at night, they had a lot of scares on there. And one of the scare actors was really funny. I mean, she was awesome. She was, was kind of like a zombie, but she had a little uh, uh, a foil hat on, like signs, you know, where they put the little foil mm. hats on. Um, but then she had a little plastic bottle and she was got, she was gone up to people and she just had some really good dialogue. She was saying, like, she had this bottle with some liquid in it. She's like, wee? Would you like some wee? You know? And there's all sorts of good interaction. So it was definitely with well, a British twist, right? But um, so that was good. But um, the the main three Halloween mazes, one was like a was like a demented cinema uh, maze. That was excellent. That was called Tracers, I think. And the, there was one that was Platform Nineteen, which was a it was a story about a wreck train. That had plowed into a tar pit, everybody died and horribly died, and that was that was really good. That was really atmospheric. It was it was creepy and scary. And then there was another one that was like a it was like a southern. It was almost like Deliverance or a bit like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was a sawmill mm. um, that was being run by all these kind of demented hillbillies, and that was really good as well. And I'd say. I'd say the mo- the uh, the movie cinema one and the sawmill were big on on scares and were both excellent. The platform nineteen had some scares, but it was more creepy and it was more atmospheric and that was that was good in a different way. It was good that that, that it was a little bit different from from the other two, but all three were excellent. Uh, they've got a permanent maze. I think it's a permanent maze called Black Mirror, which is like a futuristic computer one, which yep. wasn't great. I didn't really like that that much. Um, clever idea, but just not that well executed. Um, yeah, it, I mean, that opened uh, early this year, and I saw some mm. uh, people do some walkthrough videos of that when it first opened, yeah. and mm. it's, it's a maze. It's, it's like yeah. a... It's amazing in a traditional sense in mm-hmm. that uh, you, you you've got to find your way out, yeah. and like you say, the technology they use is is quite clever, but mm-hmm. it is it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of good sort of set pieces in it, um, but overall, yeah, I, it, it it's worth a walk through if it's a five minute wait. But I wouldn't I wouldn't wait much longer than that for it. We did do Darren Brown's Ghost Train as well. Um, that was clever. We waited quite a long time for that. That was the only thing that we waited a long time for. It was a, a slow throughput ride. Um, 
and yeah, it was it was clever. It was it was good. Mm, we probably waited fifty minutes for that. Mm, not sure I would wait fifty minutes for it, but certainly ten out of ten for what they're trying to do there. It's a little bit different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, sort of funny history, that one. Mm-hmm. I know, because it's, it's had uh, a few bugs since it first opened. But like you say, it's, it's yeah. trying to do something that you don't get elsewhere. So, yeah, uh, fair play. I mean, that, that sounds like something I, you know, Thought Park isn't uh, a million miles away from me. Mm-hmm. So, well, do you have the mail and, mail and passes are on Black Friday sales? Mm-hmm. They are. They, they look quite reasonable. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think not, it's they're not bad. It's good value for money. I think you know they they had them advertised there, and the, I know there's a melon pass that does lots of stuff. But the thought part one, I think was, I think it was 119 pound. But if you if you bought it on the day, you were getting it for 89 or 85. So you would need to have already had a ticket. But yeah. you can get lots of thought part tickets, like two for one on. If you go on the trains and stuff like that, you get lots of lots of deals on thought part tickets. This is this is the this is always the argument I have. Like um, like Legoland, I think is a bit of a rip off. Mm. If you if you pay gate prices, yeah. um, but there's normally you know even today I bought like a milkshake and it had two for one tickets yep. for Thought Park and Norton Towers. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. the, the the majority of people must be going on on offers. Yeah. When I go to those things, um, yeah. But I'll, I'll I'll have a look at the uh, the Merlin passes for Black Friday and and uh, yeah. and see because they're normally fairly reasonable. But I mean, it's we don't have many options in the UK, and no. that is something on our doorstep, effectively for most of us. So it could be yeah. worth uh, a look next year. I didn't realise it was uh, quite as uh, as good as that. Yeah, it's small, but but what's there was was really good. And I, I was really impressed by how hard, you know, the scare actors tried and how much effort they put in and how good they were. Yeah. Yeah, Universe, if you're listening to this, bring a maze over, whack it up in like... I'll tell you where they could probably put a maze, actually. Has anyone I, been to Westfield in uh, in Shepherd's Bush? Yeah. There's yeah, a massive... shopping centre there. Yeah, there's a massive open area. Uh, in the bottom of that shopping centre, which was supposed to be designed for like, things like uh, cinema premieres and stuff like that. And it, they had a few, but it didn't last very long. So it's just this big, empty space, and they filled it with the void a few years ago for Star Wars, mm. um, which probably takes up, I'd say, at least half of a Halloween Horror Nights house. So they could definitely fit one in there if they wanted to. I mean, imagine, like, they bring over the scare actors, so they get, like, a month's holiday, but they're scaring us. They bring over a load of merch, and they, they bring over the ability to, to buy annual passes and all that type of stuff. You'd have people flocking from all over the country to go and have a go, wouldn't you? Mm, yeah, I think so. I'd just love to see somebody here, but... You know, somebody really give Disney Universal yeah. a run for their money for that type of event. Because right? I think I think you could do it as a standalone event. I mean, like Tully's Farm, uh, obviously they've already got a base 
they build the Halloween stuff on, and that's what Thought Park does. But if I only... there's enough there's enough talent and creativity in this country that that we could have Halloween event. Yeah, if only there was someone that worked for Universal mm-hmm. that was actually based in the UK. What a shame. If you're listening, you can just, you know, have that one for free. Speak to creative. Um, So, uh, I, that's really it for this month. It has been a slow news month. So I've talked about I, the park. I've had, I, put a, I put a thing out in the, the Facebook Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast army any questions and i've had two questions oh and we always miss them they only come in 16 minutes ago and six minutes ago oh that's why i missed them because I, I didn't check then yeah so i've just checked then um so this is steve wilson the ever faithful steve wilson uh what's these rumors about changes to fast and furious any ideas um if not, how can they improve it, in your opinion? Does anyone, anybody want to say anything uh, differently to knock it down? <laughs> Blow mm. it up. <laughs> turn it in, uh, I, turn I, in a Halloween Horror House, a permanent Halloween Horror House. Yep. I haven't heard of any rumours, but uh, I, I'm, not, I'm the wrong person. Yeah, I've 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 heard some rumours. Um I've heard some of your rumours. I've heard some rumours. I mean, this Pucks is taught me Phil. This is much more of a Chris Ripley question to to ask because he's probably got more ideas than than I I have about it. But um, yeah, there's there's definitely been talk about um, them doing something to that attraction. Now it's not it's not really clear if that means they're going to replace it or they're going to just change the actual ride itself. Um, I, if I was a betting man, I would say that they would change the ride itself. I don't think they would get rid of Fast and Furious from the park completely. Um, I just don't see it happening. It's one of the only big franchises they have right now um, that's still making films. So, um, you know, I think maybe... Uh, I, you know what? I don't even think they'd change the ride. I think they would just try change the ride film. Yeah, they're just going to cut the rock out. <laughs> that was clearly made at a time when they, they got on still. Um, but as as P-Dubs will know from when he's done it in, in Hollywood, uh, you know, it's it's a different experience there because it was, you know, designed in 3D and it was in a, you know, a, a different building um, and it doesn't look as bad as... Does look out so out of scale as the Florida version does. It's, you know. it's an attraction within an attraction, at Hollywood. Yes, yeah, but like Vin Diesel's the si- same size as a car uh, in the in the Florida version because yeah. of how they've you know converted it over. It just doesn't work. So, um, if I was a betting man, I would say that they are likely uh, to to redo that ride, but I don't think the ride itself will will change i think it will still be on a party bus of some kind a minions um, overlay no no they'll keep, they'll keep it as fast and furious it'll be kept as fast and furious but um yeah maybe when they film this this next film because the other thing as well is the, the storyline is from like fast and furious 6 so you know there's been um you know four films since then plus obviously fast and furious 10 
So that'll be five films at that point. So um, it's going to um, be Fast, Fast and the Furious uh, Holiday. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> a Fast and Furious <laughs> Holiday. So get censors to uh, to meet with him. Um, David Elliott. Now that you can travel, when is everyone going to get back? For me, it's next September. <laughs> Desperate to try Hagrid's Velocicoaster and back to HHN. I mean, I think I think this is a good. What he mentioned is actually one of the the only positives to come out of this is because the parks have been open since last summer. Yeah. By the gosh. time that the majority of us go out. I mean, Hagrid's will still be busy and Velocicoaster will still be busy, but they won't be as busy as they would have been, um, you know, and when they first they might opened, be in so. the Express by then as well. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I see that as, as being a, a, a big thing. Um, for me personally, I am hoping to go back next September. Um I'm hoping to go to Halloween Horror Nights. I was hoping to go with somebody to Halloween Horror Nights, but they've blown me off, um, which is unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm still I'm still looking at uh, the possibility of going next year. Um, maybe on my own, maybe with other people. I don't know, but yeah. um, it's on it's on the table. I'm looking at. Um... August 23, before we're going back to Florida now. You'll be doing a big trip though, won't you? Yeah, it's going to be a big trip. And um, I just want everything to be a little bit more normal than what I feel it is at the moment. I think everyone's still got mad eyes in America. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I think by next year, especially... By that time next year, I think I think things will be. I'd like a dine and plan back at Disney, that type of stuff. Yeah. Mr. D? Uh, for us, yeah, be um, we're, we're planning to go in the end of next October, so catch the end of Halloween Horror Nights and maybe Mickey's Very Merry if that's back. And then catch the beginning of the Christmas stuff. But there's um there's a race. Well, there's, hopefully there'll be a race weekend in between. So we were going to try and do the ten k if we can. Oh. I know they're tough to sign up for, but we're going to give it a go. Uh, so that would be. I think we were talking about leaving on the twenty sixth of October, and then getting back sometime around the thirteenth of November, something like that. So we'd be there in a year's time from now. That'll be boss doing a run as well. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I know I know they sell up pretty quick, so I think you've got to be quick off the mark, as mm. they say. Did the DVCs get a get early access or uh, that's a good question. I don't I don't know, Craig. I'm sure we asked Chris Ripley. Yeah, I'm sure we talked about it when we did the, the run thing and they yeah. weren't doing DVC early booking. Yeah. yeah. But that could change because yeah, you know, less less perks now, so that could be yeah. that could be one of them. Yeah. Uh, so that Pete. would be our first. We're going to do a split stay. We're going to do six nights in Universal, and then we're going to do our first DVC stay. So we're looking forward to that. Hopefully, it comes off. 
I'm not going to make an innuendo joke there. Um, P Dubs, I know roughly. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll be heading back to the US at the end of October next year. Um, but it won't be Orlando. Boom, boom, boom. So there might be some trip reports from somewhere else. You can only imagine where it is. He just wants to go to Mario Land. And you can blame him. I'm not yeah. going to blame him. Well, Hollywood. It, it wasn't wasn't my choice. My uh, young child made the decision of where he wanted to go. In the end, we waited so long to go to Orlando that we were just like, has it got to the point where we're kind of over that trip? And he was like, yeah, I want to go somewhere else now. Ooh. So... He made the choice. See, so if, if I was having a per- perfect family trip next year, I'd go to Disneyland for my Disney trip, but I'd fly back to Orlando for Halloween Horror Nights and Universal. Because, I mean, I've not done Hollywood, and I'd like to do Hollywood, but I just think I like what I'm used to with Universal Orlando. I like the two-park aspect. But then you've got the tram tour, and we watched yep. Back to the Future last week for Patreon, and, you know, I want to see that set, so... Uh, but uh, it's probably it's probably not going to happen. We're hoping, I'm hoping to possibly go to Canada next year as well. So Universal probably be on the way back from that if uh, if it comes off but we'll wait and see like the Griswold's um, summer vacation this Nicholas mm. uh, yeah it's just like that except without a car and without that knob Chevy Chase but otherwise absolutely just like a Griswold's family vacation uh, but yeah so I, you. <laughs> so I think we're all uh well, three of us are probably going back at the same kind of time. Um, I mean, look, there there is a part of me that you know thinks I could, I could, I could, you know, get away for Christmas. But I don't know. I think I think one of the things that I do enjoy the most about going to Universal is, uh, you know, in in that September October time, is the fact that it's Halloween Horror Nights. And, you know, you've got all those things going on. And the Christmas stuff sounds great. It does sound like it would be it'd be fun to see. But no, if, I, if I was only going once a year, that's that's what I'd go for. So, yeah, I will be, uh, I'll be waiting for next Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Anything else, Craigifer? No, that's it. No more questions. Thanks, I mean, guys. There'll be about another four tomorrow morning yeah. after this episode's <laughs> yeah. gone out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and please um, please do uh, get in touch if there is anything that you want to ask us or anything you want us to uh, discuss. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, I, I would now uh, tell you what our Twitter handle is, but I can't is that isn't it that universal pod? Something like that. That, that, uni, that uni, uni pod. Uni Univ pod. Yeah, that's it. That's Craig. <laughs> that Univ pod. Uh, I think actually, did we get something? Oh, on yeah, the Twitter. Yeah, 
yeah, did we did we get something? The abuse. I'm sure. I'm sure we got. I want to say. I want to say Alan wrote something to us about passes, but can I find it? No. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you said something to us the other day. Hang on, let me just let me just double check one final time. Hang on. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, Alan Wheeler. Um, he was talking about his tickets for Universal Orlando. Uh-huh. Um, and he said, so this was back in September, he said uh, he was really disappointed because he was going to Florida last year, had four tickets, uh, tried to go this year but couldn't. Now won't be able to go for another three or four years. I asked them to extend uh, the tickets um, and, and, and also that he, he was happy to stay on night Oh, on nights on site at Universal as well, um, but they they refused. Um, but he said they he got in touch on direct message, and um, they've extended the tickets to next year, um, and then said, but come back to us next year, see what they can do. And then he went to the ticket agent that he bought the tickets through, and uh, he's going to get a full refund. So it has it has come out. That reminds me, I've got to try and sort out my annual pass, which I think expired last year, having never been used to see if Universal do anything for me. I don't think they will. I think they might. Yeah, you got to ask, right? You got to yeah. ask. If not, I wasted some money. Um, just one of those things. Dust. Um, but yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, please uh, do either on Twitter or uh, email us at uh, universalafterdark at gmail.com because we haven't updated the email address or in our Facebook groups. Links are in the show notes if you want to get in touch. Um, and if any of you lucky, lucky people have been able to uh, go over for the start of Christmas and want to tell us about your trip, then also get in touch, because we'd like to speak to you next month. That'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? Be lovely. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, gents, and uh, thank you, dear listener, and we will back, be back, <laughs> we will be back, even, uh, with another episode next month. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Here we are. This podcast is a that production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs>
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.